Hi, this is Larry, and this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. And after doing a massive amount of research and focus groups and surveys, it was discovered that I just need to get to the story faster without all that other stuff to bother. Well, you know, all that other stuff helps pay for Larry's Sort of Fun Stories, but let's get to the story, okay? Today's story is called Haircut. Now, at my age, I find it really exciting to be able to get a haircut. So many of my guy friends today either have very little hair or no hair at all, and they just shave their bald heads. Last week, I was sitting very still in the chair of my private stylist to get my hair cut, and she's cut my hair for the last 10 years, and she styled it quite nicely. I got thinking about what it was like when I first went to the barber. As I recall, my parents must have taken me to get my first haircuts, but when I was uh, seven years old, my mother would let me go to downtown Chillicothe, Illinois to get my haircut. I was so proud that I could get on my bike and ride those eight blocks to get my haircut. To understand Chillicothe, you have to know that it's still a small, quiet little town on the Illinois River about 30 miles north of the industrial city of Peoria, Illinois. Most of the families either worked in Peoria at Caterpillar Tractor Company or they were working on the Santa Fe or Rock Island Railroads. The population was around 6,000, so it was still a small town. The downtown was on 2nd Street, which used to be Illinois Route 29. It ran right through the city. But the Illinois Department of Transportation moved Route 29 two blocks west to create 4th Street, and it became a very busy highway. There were, and still are, two major blocks of retail establishments on both sides of the street. And when I got my driver's license, those two blocks were cruised from one end to the other on very many occasions. Now, picture the stores on, I'm going to call it Main Street, but it was actually 2nd Street. There was a Ben Franklin, Geiger's Hardware, Jane's Dress Store, Two Banks, the old Kroger Store, Mannering's Menswear, Weiss Bakery, Traub Meat Market, three restaurants, two drug stores, two movie theaters, two or three taverns, city hall, a pool hall, and my father's dry cleaning business, King Cleaners. There were two different barber shops in downtown Chillicothe, and I went to DeVos's Barbershop. DeVos's Barbershop was on the northwest block of the downtown, and it was right next to a cafe that served breakfast, and I think that building held two businesses. Mr. DeVos owned the barbershop, but my barber that cut my hair was Mr. Frank Humphrey. Mr. Humphrey reminded me of a movie rock star, kind of like Clark Gable. He was tall and he had a pencil mustache that gave him that daring look. Collage Travel Radio creates collages in your mind to keep you thinking about traveling. Pratika Sharma said, My idea of travel is to relax and explore nature. So I plan each and every travel that ways. Traveling is amazingly good and super awesome. 
Where do you want to go? Snorkeling in the Galapagos is always a really great decision to take. Swimming with sea turtles is one of the most beautiful things I've ever done. And Collage Travel Radio plays great music 24-7. Now back to the story. To vision the barber shop, you have to see that there are three barber chairs on the left side when you walk in. And there are a couple of chairs on the right so you could sit and wait for your turn to get your hair cut. Those barber chairs were a fortress in themselves. You had to climb up to get into the chair because there was a large metal step, a footrest on the front of the chair. Until you grew enough, Mr. Humphrey would straddle that extra chair across the handles of the chair. When seated, I knew I was going to be treated like my father when he got his hair cut. The barber cape was wrapped in front of you and the neck strip was wrapped tightly to keep the hair from falling down your neck. When I got situated in the chair, the barber would reach to the side and reach for the handle to pump the chair up as the barber would get the chair to the right height so he could cut my hair. Each of the barbers wore white barber jackets, looking as professional almost like doctors. I was there to get my crew cut flat top. At that age, I didn't have enough hair to grease back into a ducktail, but I did have butch wax to hold my hair straight up. Mr. Humphrey used electric hair clippers instead of what my stylist now uses, scissors. He always reminded me to sit still because he didn't want to clip off my ear. Each time he would remind me of the basket of ears the barbers had in the back room from the kids that didn't sit still. They had had an ear cut off. Now he never showed me that basket, but of course I did sit still. I didn't want my ear in that basket. The haircut was finished. I was spun around to view the molding of my hair in that big mirror on the wall. I said, it looked good, and as I de-chaired, I reached into my pocket to proudly present Mr. Humphrey with my shiny 50-cent piece, and he kindly informed me that the price of haircuts now were going to be 75 cents, and I was missing a quarter. But since I lived in a great community like Chillicothe, he trusted me to go home and get the extra money. My, 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 how times have changed. How every price has seemed gone up, but they all seem to be relative to the same goods or services. As I said, I was still sitting still in the stylus's chair because I didn't want to get my ear clipped. I guess I learned my lesson back then. Now, as Bob Curtis has written, Chames is required from time to time to make course corrections that will once again set our feet upon those desired paths. Although change may be embarrassing or even painful at times, change is still necessary and will be worth the effort. So learn and grow. Change and improve. Realize that we are continually in the process of becoming who we are and what we want to be. Realize that the joy is in the journey, for it's where we find the strength and the fortitude to continue on. Thanks, Bob Curtis, for those great words.
And thank you for joining me here on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Well, that kind of wraps up this week's story. You can see it's all been a part of my life, and maybe you have had circumstances similar to mine, maybe not, but I hope you've been encouraged or maybe even a little challenged along the way. So I'd love to hear from you. The best way to do that is on my website at larrysortoffunstories.com. You can drop me a line or share a story, and maybe you will end up here on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories as well. I hope you'll join me again next week and find out what's happened in my life. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Larry, always looking for a sort of fun story to share with you. Thank you.